Thanks for joining us for the special Mideast Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. It's said that Christians lose their lives to gain Christ. What does that mean? Today, Pastor J.D. explains that when you receive Christ as your Savior, this world is no longer the most important thing to you. You understand that no matter what happens, there is eternity waiting. Have you made the decision to gain Christ? Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on July 5th, 2020. You know, sometimes when I'm reading Scripture, I try to imagine the emphasis on certain words. In the Old Testament, repeatedly, God has Moses say to Aaron, command Aaron to speak to the people, I am the Lord your God who delivered you out of Egypt. Now on its face it would seem again like a firm grasp of the obvious, but why would God even need to continue to keep reminding them of that? I believe it's because of the other gods And so the emphasis was, I am the Lord your God. They're not your God. That's not your God. They can't help you. He can't help you. That can't help you. You know, I I mentioned this a couple weeks ago. I don't want to go far into it. But I keep hearing this statement. And you'll know the context of it when I say it. Oh, he's not going to let that happen. Who's the he? You know who he is. Oh, oh, is he your savior? Yeah, he's not going to let that happen. He's on our side. Oh, really? I think of Joshua. before the battle of Jericho, and the Lord appears to him. And Joshua asks him, whose side are you on? Ours or the enemy's? And the Lord says to him, yes. <laughs> I think he said no. No, he actually, I think he said no. Didn't, didn't even answer the question, because the question was wrong. And you can't give a right answer to a wrong question. The question isn't, God, whose side are you on? The question is, are you on God's side? Who are you looking to for help? Do you look to the hills? Do you look to this? Do you look to that? From where does your help 
come from? The psalmist asks and answers, my help comes from the Lord. He's my only hope. He's my only help. He's the only one. Acts chapter 20, verses 22 through 24. We talked about this last week in our verse-by-verse study through 2 Thessalonians. I just, I can't get over this. I can't get over the Apostle Paul and, I mean, for lack of a better way of, of asking it, what was his secret? I hate to say it in those terms because the world has hijacked Scripture and marred words like success. So now it's secular. It's marred. It's profaned. It's made common. What was the secret to Paul's, can I say it this way, spiritual success? What was it about him? That he was able to fearlessly forge ahead, fight the fight, finish the race, unflinching fearlessness in the face of the unthinkable. Things that we today in the day in which we, I'm sorry I'm yelling, not really actually, (laughs) but in in a day that we live, we, we would never even think of some of these things. I mean we list We have them listed for us in Corinthians, the things that he went through. Man, I tell you, I get like maybe two or three deep into that list, and I'm like, take me home, Jesus. How did he do it? And the answer is right here. Here's the backstory. He's just been told In fact, they plead with him. They're begging him, Paul, don't go to Jerusalem. Please don't go. Here's what's going to happen. There was even a prophecy. And this is what's going to happen to you. And then here's his response. You're right. I'm not. I'm just going to hunker down, stay here where it's safe. No, that's not his response. He says, and see now, I go bound in the Spirit to Jerusalem, not knowing the things that will happen to me there, except that the Holy Spirit testifies in every city, saying that chains and tribulations await me. But, verse 24, none of these things move me. They don't? How is that possible? He's going to answer it. He says, nor do I count my life dear to myself, so that I may finish my race with joy, and the ministry which I receive from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. That's how. That's why. I don't know what awaits. I I do know, as the Holy Spirit has testified, it's not going to be pretty. (laughs) It's going to be really hard. 
chains, tribulations, hardship, difficulty. But it doesn't shake me, it doesn't move me, it doesn't phase me because I've already lost my life in this world. I don't count my life dear in this world. I'm already dead. I hope this doesn't sound crass or rude, but dead men don't flinch. I'll give you a moment. Dead men don't flinch. If you're truly dead to self, die to self. And by the way, (laughs) isn't that what Jesus said? You want to follow me? Yeah, I do. You want to be my disciple? Yes, I, I do. I want to be your disciple. I want to follow you. Okay. You need to count the cost. And you need to pick up the cross. And you need to die to yourself. And then you can follow me. It's this, again, I'm going to use the analogy of a memorial service. It's this death to this world, this life, the things in this world. And when, and the sooner the better, when a Christian comes to that place where they finally let go and say, okay, Though none go with me, still I will follow. Because I have decided, and I've counted the cost, and I have decided to follow Jesus. The world behind me, and the cross before me, come what may, I won't be moved, because I'm already dead. I'm alive in Christ. By the way, spoiler alert, it's a win-win, right? For me to live is Christ, to die is gain. I win either way. Okay, so fine, take me and do whatever you want to me, and you're just going to expedite the inevitable, because to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. You know, I get asked this question a lot. Um, we, we have online members, they'll post, they'll say, pray for me, man, I, I, I smoke cigarettes. I can't quit smoking cigarettes. Am I still going to heaven? I feel so bad. I, and by the way, I, this is probably as good of a time as any to just say, I, I cannot, I wish I could. I, if I could figure out how to clone myself, actually I think the technology exists for that, but I would respond. I, I, would, I love what Pastor Chuck Smith said uh, once. He said, you can still smoke cigarettes and, and you'll still go to heaven. In fact, you'll probably get there quicker. <laughs> I like that. I like that. That's not, of course, an endorsement, but I think you get the point. Right? You got the point. Paul's secret to success was that he did not count his life dear. He was not trying to save his life. 
He'd already lost his life in this world. And that's what empowered him, enabled him to finish the race. And he doesn't just say finish the race, he says with joy. I never imagined the Apostle Paul being this, you know, scowling, you know, just when he walked into the room, like, shh, Paul's here. You know what I imagine? I imagine when he walked into the room, there was this joy that was so infectious and contagious. I mean, he just changed the whole complexion, the whole dynamic of everything and everyone when he walked into the room. This was real joy. This was pure joy. This was the real, you know, it's hard to fake joy. You can try. (laughs) It doesn't work. People see right through it. It's plastic fruit. You know, from a distance, oh, it looks like an apple. Get up close, it's plastic. See, he knew (laughs) the end game. He knew that nothing they could do to him would have any impact on him. That's why it would not move him, because he had already died to himself and his life in this world. This is the gospel. This is the good news. That's what the word gospel means. Good news. (laughs) Your debt has been paid. You're free. And whom the Son sets free is free indeed. What have I been set free from? Oh, eternity in hell. Did you just say hell is for all eternity? Yeah. Well, I read a book by somebody that said hell is not forever. That's false. The Bible says it's eternal. You're free. You've been saved from that. That's good news. Is that not good news? That's what the word gospel means. This is why we end with the gospel, and this is why we end with the ABCs of salvation, which is an explanation of salvation, which I want to do. But before we do, I want to share a testimony we receive from an online member. In it, she makes reference to Barry McGuire, who we had the privilege of speaking here at the church. Talk about a guy with joy. I mean, this guy, you know, just, I mean, he exudes joy. You cannot be, as I've spent time with him, you cannot be around this guy and not catch joy. (laughs) It's that infectious and contagious. He's the real deal. And when he was here, he exhorted us to move everyone every day closer to Jesus. And he gave us examples. And by the way, it's that way every day moving someone closer to Jesus because that takes the pressure off. See, if if I said to you, hey, every day you need to share your faith and win the lost and, and, you know, have somebody pray the sinner's prayer, it's not going to happen. But if it's just move them closer to Jesus, get them them to Jesus, that's all you got to do. It takes the edge off. The Holy Spirit 
Let's be honest. In the final analysis, it's the Holy Spirit, not us. We're not (laughs) saving anybody. We're only leading them to the Lord to be saved. Anyway, here's what she writes. Dear Pastor Farag, I hope this email finds you hanging in there. (laughs) Actually, I hope this email finds you. It did. A couple months ago, you had a guest speaker. I don't remember his name, but he challenged me that night. His love for people and for sharing the gospel was inspiring. I have since prayed for many waitresses and even had one stay at the table and pray with us. Tonight, Marilyn was our waitress. When I told her we were about to pray and asked her if she had anything that she'd like prayer for, she started to cry and said her uncle Jay, not real uncle, but very close family friend, was in the hospital dying of stage four cancer. She cried. We prayed. What a great opportunity. Then my husband left a huge tip. (laughs) We can't pray for someone and then not tip them well. Anyways, God is using you and your podcast in Springfield, Missouri. I forwarded this to Barry. He replied and they exchanged a couple of emails. And I just, I wanted to share that with you to encourage you. I think you would agree that we are living in the last moment of world history as we know it, and that the Lord's return is sooner than any of us could possibly imagine. And there's still time, and that's the good news. There's still time to reach the lost, to move people closer to Jesus. And if the Lord would deem fit to give you the profound privilege, and it is a profound privilege, to lead them to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, then we want to equip you, and that's why we do these ABCs. And it's also for anyone who might be watching online. The A is for admit or acknowledge that you're a sinner, that you've sinned, and that you need the Savior. Romans 3.10 says, There is no one righteous, not even one. And Romans 3.23 tells us why. It's because all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Romans 6.23 starts with the bad news first, and then the good news, which I think is good when we share our faith with people, is to start with the bad news that there's no hope. Our only hope is in Jesus Christ, who came to this earth, was crucified, buried, and rose again from the dead on the third day, and He's coming back again one day. And so I think it's important to And you would think that they would get it, but the number one thing that you're up against when you talk to people about Jesus is they really, truly believe they're a good person. And that that is the reason, if you were to ask them, do you think you would go to heaven? Yes. Why? Because I'm a good person. I've never murdered anybody. Actually, 
uh, there's going to be a lot of good people in hell and a lot of very bad people in heaven. And I'll be at the front of that line. And don't look at me like that because you'll be right behind me. So, <laughs> Because it's not, that's not the gauge by which you are allowed entrance into heaven. It's not your righteousness. Isaiah says it's as filthy rags. It's Christ's imputed righteousness. See, He came and He paid the sin debt, the death penalty, because the wages of sin is death. So He went to His death in your stead. He paid in full for the gift He paid for. And that's what Romans 6.23 says. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. The B is for believing your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord and that God rose Him from the dead. Romans 10.9 and 10 says, if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. And the C, lastly, is for call upon the name of the Lord, or as Romans 10, 9 and 10 also says, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. And lastly, Romans 10.13, all who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. I want to close in prayer. And as I do, I would implore you whether you're here today or watching online, if you've never called upon the name of the Lord, confessing with your mouth, believing in your heart, putting your trust in Him for the forgiveness of sin, today is the day of salvation. Do not put off the most important decision of your life for eternal life. Let's pray. Father in heaven, I thank you for the gospel in all of its simplicity. Lord, I thank you that all who call upon your name, Jesus, will be saved. You will in no way cast away anyone who comes to you and calls upon you. Lord, if there's somebody watching online or even here in this service that is unsure, concerning their relationship with you, or has never called upon you, I pray that today before they leave this church, before they end this video, that they will make the most important decision while there's still time, before it's too late. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Jesus is returning. This fact is one we can get excited about, despite any circumstances we find ourselves in. Jesus will return one day to rid this earth of every evil thing that's destroying it. 
He'll once and for all take down the enemy and establish his kingdom in our midst. How soon will this amazing event occur? The Bible tells us that no one knows the exact date, but it does give us clues about events that will take place as it nears. This is why Pastor J.D. has created these Mideast Bible Prophecy Updates. The Mideast Bible Prophecy Update is a focused look at current events through the lens of prophecy. The Bible has given us clear indicators of what's to come, and we can see many of these events happening all around the world today. Join us each week for an in-depth look at what the Bible has to say about current events on these Mideast Bible Prophecy Updates. The latest updates are available on the In Spirit and Truth YouTube channel, and you'll find a link to our page by visiting InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com. You can also access these teachings through our mobile app for Apple and Android devices. Just search for In Spirit and Truth in your app store, or follow the links provided at InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com. With this app, you can take the Mideast Bible Prophecy Updates with you wherever you go, as well as give you access to many other teachings Pastor J.D. has shared from the pages of Scripture. Thanks for tuning in today. We hope you'll join us again right here on In Spirit and Truth.